This is Indiana. This is high school basketball. This is Hoosier Hysteria. Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Spotlight Game on 95.7 FM. High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio is presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank does matter. And by Tire Rack. More tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. Now let's go courtside with Bob Berger and Angelo DiCarlo. Just 1.8 miles separates Adams and St. Joseph High Schools. How much separation is there between the two on the court in boys basketball? That's what we're about to find out as the league-leading Adams Eagles make the short South Bend drive to face third place St. Joe. Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight Game presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. I'm Angel DiCarlo coming to you live from Alumni Gym at St. Joseph High School. The Adams Eagles are 15-3 and and a perfect 7-0 in Northern Indiana Conference play. St. Joe is 12-4, 7-2 in the NIC. My broadcast partner, as always, Bob Berger. And coach, if the Indians want to get back in the race for the NIC crown, this, no question, a must win. Well, I tell you, Coach Johnson alluded to it. He, he felt that two losses would put you out of the NIC running. Well, I don't know about that, but definitely three will. And I'm sure Adams wants to get just one step closer to that conference championship. But if uh, St. Joe loses, hey, they definitely are out. So a big game for the St. Joseph Indians. Yeah, I mean, I understand what Mark's saying when he says <laughs> that. but because And he'll say that coming up in our interview yeah, in a little bit. But... Uh, certainly St. Joe is still in this race, and, and a win tonight would make a, a make great strides to, to getting to that point. All right, before we go any further previewing this game, let's take you to the pregame prayer. This is Father Terry Coonan from St. Therese Little Flower Catholic Church, also the chaplain at St. Joseph High School. Let us pray. God, our Father, we thank you for all the ways you have blessed us in Christ your Son, and in a particular way for the gifts of sport and of community. We ask your blessing on all of our athletes, our coaches, our officials, and our fans. May we work together to build up your kingdom, where with Our Lady, with St. Joseph, and with all the saints, we hope to live with you and praise you forever and ever. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. Both of these teams were just above 500 a season ago, and their surges came late in the season, and fittingly, right after they played each other in this game around the same time of the season last year. St. Joe won last year 79-71. Then each team would win seven of eight games before their seasons ended in sectionals. Bizarre situation there, but that's when they surged after this game. That's a un very unique situation. I'm not sure I have ever seen that before, but sometimes there's a key game that you can look at that's going to propel you to bigger and better things. Usually it comes with a win over a good team, but in this case we know that Adams, even in losing, it was something that really propelled them to the rest of the season and into the sectional play. Now the funny part about that was it wasn't a well-contested game last year. Someone pointed out to me that it set <laughs> basketball back 20 years, but nevertheless it's still it, it still sparked two teams who have now shown to be two of the better teams in the area, and that's kind of when it started. That was the second half point of the season last year, the stretch run, and here they are now as both two very good teams. Well, you know, you have to look at both those teams were playing a predominance of sophomores 
last year. And, uh, you know, they were kind of getting their feet wet a little bit and trying to, you know, figure out what this game was all about on a varsity level. And, hey, they did it in that game, and uh, now they propelled themselves into right now where both of these teams are highly ranked teams in the state of Indiana. Well, that's an interesting point you say that. Uh, you know, Adams was starting three sophomores last year. St. Joe was starting four sophomores last year. This year, Adams is starting five juniors. St. Joe is starting uh, four juniors. and Or no, actually, they're starting five juniors as well. So, I mean, it, it, when you look at it uh, across the board, it, it's certainly uh, of two very young teams that we know both will be outstanding next year, but they're not... They're not waiting for next no. year. They're, they they yeah. want to be in contention this year, whether or not it's the 4A sectional for Adams, which is a really tough sectional, or the 3A sectional for St. Joe, which is also a really tough sectional. Well, it is, and they're two great teams again, tough sectionals, and they want to kind of get everything all put together. They want to get all the kinks out, and no better game than tonight to uh, really learn where they stand, what they're going to have to improve upon to continue the season and even uh, you know what they what they're doing well that they want to make even better. Adams is coached by Chad Johnston 41 and 29 in his third season. He's won 236 games overall in 18 seasons. The Eagles are 7 and 0 in the NIC in NIC play, 15 and 3 overall, although two of those three losses have come in the last four games, including their last game falling 73-68 at Michigan City on Saturday. Let's take a look at the starting lineups. No seniors in the regular starting lineup. Four Adams with three returning starters from a year ago. Starting with 5'10 junior guard Quintez Columbus who averages 13.1 points, 4.8 rebounds, 3.7 assists, and 2.9 steals per game. Just an overall great player. And I tell you, Coach Johnson alluded him to us as we talked to him last night. He feels that Columbus is the real key to uh, motivate and to get Adams going. He's the one that uh, Coach Johnson thinks that Columbus is the one they're really going to have to get under control if they're going to win the game. The other two starters returning for Adams from last year, 6'3", junior forward Ling King averages 9.6 points and 5.9 rebounds a contest, and 6'0", junior Sidney Jeffries is the leading scorer at 13.2 points per game. He also averages 3.2 assists and 2.9 steals per contest. Jerk Chuck Worsham enters the starting lineup this year. He's a 5'10 junior, 5.5 points and 3.2 assists per game. And 6'4 junior Braden Saxton is a returning starter, just not for Adams. He started at Clay <laughs> as a freshman and at Cassopolis last year. He averages 14.6 points and 7.7 rebounds per game. An outstanding player in his own right. Well, I tell you, he is, uh, you know, he's come from Cassopolis, so he's had a lot of varsity experience, and he is uh, really doing a, an outstanding job here. You know, it's kind of interesting because we look at, uh, at Adams, they have four guys that are in double figures, which means they really have good balance all the way around on this team, and especially the Columbus kid whose dad, uh, you know, I have to say something nice about who's right there, but uh, he played for me. But, uh, you know, they do have four guys that are averaging in the double figures. And, and, and then when you look at the fact on the St. Joe side, led, of course, by 6'7", junior guard J.R. Kinesny, averaging 23.3 points, 5.1 rebounds, and 2.3 steals per game. The Notre Dame commit surpassed 1,000 points in his career earlier this season. While Adams is very balanced, while St. Joe has a lot of good players, we know 
they live and die by the play of J.R. Kinesny. Well, he's real key to them. He, uh, they've got to have him playing and playing well, getting close to his average for them to really be successful because he is uh, and the great real outside threat, a consistent outside threat. And, uh, again, shooting right around 40% from three-point range and uh, also, you know, 83% from the free-throw line. And he's been there over 100 times so far this season. Joining JR in the backcourt is 5'10 junior Cole Hakovich, who averages 7.4 points and 3.6 assists per game. In the front court, 6'4 junior Will Terry, averaging 12.8 points and a team-best 8.3 rebounds per game. And 6'4 junior forward Jack Fuda is a returning starter as well. 10.9 points and 5.3 rebounds a contest. The fifth starter, 6'6 junior forward Adam O'Dell, 5.9 points and 4 Point three rebounds a game. Well, I tell you, St. Joe has one of the biggest teams I've ever seen. They've got, you know, except for Hakovich, they're all in that 6'5 range or taller. And uh, so that's going to create a little bit of a problem for Adams because Adams doesn't quite have the size to match up with St. Joseph's. All right, a couple things to point out. Braden Saxton has been sick for uh, Adams, he's been very much under the weather, so how much he's going to be able to play tonight will be interesting to see, or how well. And then for St. Joe, one of their uh, key players off the bench, uh, John Driscoll, the 6'1 senior forward, he had his wisdom teeth taken out on Friday, so he's kind of like that seventh man, man, that energy guy off the bench. It's unsure whether or not he will even see action here tonight. He is dressing for Mark Johnson, but uh, Mark said to me pregame, he's not even sure whether or not John's going to be ready to go. Well, I think uh, St. Joseph is going to miss him a little bit. He is the energy guy, as you referred to, Anj, and uh, he's, he comes in and really gives a little motivation and pep to the St. Joseph team, and uh, he is key and plays a very key role for the Indians. Adams in their last five games. They beat Washington 79-60, lost to Chesterton, who's 17-1 by 12. Then they beat Lakeshore by 14, beat Glenn by 16, and then lost at Michigan City 73-68 on Saturday. Meanwhile, for St. Joe, they lost to CMA 70-63 on January 18th, then came back and beat Penn by 6, beat Central by 15, lost to Washington by 7, and then last Thursday defeated New Prairie 59 to 42. St. Joe is, of course, coached by Mark Johnson, 24 and 14 in his second season at the helm of the Indians. 444 wins overall in 35 years as a head coach. We had a chance to chat with Coach Jay after practice yesterday to get his, well, very interesting thoughts heading into this one. Some real interesting comments. Here's our interview with Coach Mark Johnson. All right, Mark, uh, obviously a, a big game here against Adams, who's been uh, a really good team all, all season long. Just what are your general thoughts going up, uh, against the Eagles? Well, the, as we kind of went and we looked at the schedule, we thought this was an ideal preparation for the sectional week to where you have a big game, lots of hype on Tuesday, then you have a bigger game on Friday, then you have the biggest game on Saturday. And if we're going to win the sectional, we're going to have to beat a really good team on Tuesday, come back, mentally be ready to beat that next team on Friday, then come back and beat that third team on Saturday. So this is ideal sectional preparation week. What does Adams bring to you then that's going to help with that sectional preparation? Well, they, they will bring Bob pressure. I mean, and, and I say that, you know, with the utmost respect. They will come and they will swarm. 
I don't know if there's other team. Rob does a little bit different in his zone and his presses, but we haven't seen a team like Adams, you know, this year to where they will come out and they will physically manhandle you with their speed. That's something that uh, we may not ever see this year, but that's something that we have to play because that's who's on our schedule tomorrow night. That's going to put a lot of responsibility then on your press attack and your ball handlers to get that ball into offensive position. Well, that's the one thing that Adams, you know, wants to take you out of. They want you to hurry. They want you to get bogged down. Then they want, you know, dumb loses more than smart wins. So all of a sudden, while I'm open, they throw it to the guy in the corner where there's going to be a quadruple trap, and then somebody shoots the gap. Well, they just made a layup. And so um, speed does wonders for you, you know, in the negative and in the positive. This is admittedly a trick question. Who's their best player? Well, again, I know Chad talks about all the depths that they have, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think a lot of things goes, you know, through Columbus. You know, you take Columbus out of that mix, uh, they're a whole different story. They have a kid, uh, Sexton, that I think the first series played. I read the article in the paper where he was at a couple schools, and, and now he's there. He gives them another big body in the middle. So the, I think those two players are pretty key. This game becomes real key to you also. Hey, three losses in the conference basically puts you out of conference running. Well, again, Bob, you, you've been in the game for too long, and especially in NIC, the second loss put us out of the conference because Marion and, and, and Adams are not going to lose two games. I mean, it's not going to happen. I mean, I look at the schedules just like everyone else. And so we, to win a conference, you have to win all your games at home, and then you have to steal one on the road. Well, we didn't. We, we got beat at home. Then we lost the conference game on the road. Well, we beat the players and the teams we were supposed to, but we didn't beat those two that we had to. And so um, this is a game, you know, if, if we win, Okay, we're one game behind. If we lose, then it's completely over. You obviously know Adams well from your days at LaSalle and Riley here at St. Joe. You know Chad Johnston well as well from those times. Uh, what makes games against Adams and maybe Chad as well uh, so dangerous and so special? Well, again, you go back, what makes it special is the history. What makes it special is the tradition. Uh, at Riley, you go back to Bob Berger and how we used to compete against Dave Hathaway at, at LaSalle. Uh, you used to go against, you know, George Griffith, who was Dave Hathaway's um, mentor, his head coach. And, and I grew up in that era. And so all of a sudden, what makes it there is what you learned in the past. St. Joe, is that a big rival to them? I doubt it. You know, I, I, I doubt it. But this is something that, you know, we, we want to make it a rival. We want it to make it good. And if it's going to be a rival, you know, you have to beat them. You, you can't go and get beat every time, and you can't go and win every time, even though the winning's a lot more fun if you're on that side of the fence. But uh, we beat them last year, which was really the start of our run. We won eight out of nine last year, and they were the first one that really kind of got that going. So we need to start to make a run. I, I don't know if you watch much of practice or not, but I'll be honest with you, I don't feel real good from a standpoint. I don't, I don't know if they're giving everything that they need to be giving for us to be able to compete for a sectional championship. And if it's not important, then it's not important. Then all of a sudden, uh, you got all the other seasons coming up, and it'll be here before you know it. Is this the toughest point of the season where you kind of – get into that lull a little bit before sectionals or do you not buy into that theory sure you buy into it it's not the hard part for good teams 
I mean, I've been part of some teams that once you hit February, you know, we're turning this up a notch. You know, we're turning everything up a notch. You're taking control of the locker room. The players are taking control of the of the attitudes. The players are taking control of the work ethic. Um, we have to do a better job on that. The coach has to do a better job of that as well. Adam, St. Joseph, I don't know the exact distance apart, but that- 1.8 miles. Oh, thank you, Anj, 1.8 miles apart. Does that add anything to the excitement from the fan bases, the players and the coaches? Well, I, I, again, I Bob, I come back on that. I can't speak for St. Joseph, but it sure does for the coach. I watched on the ACC network yesterday, I think it was 1187 to Omaha, and it was about Virginia when they won the College World Series. And I sat there, and the hair stood up in my arms, and, and I teared up a little bit because that's what it means, you know. And whether it be 1.8 or 1,187 miles, you're playing, and that should make it good. Coach, thank you very much. Best of luck. Thank you. That is Mark Johnson, the head coach of the St. Joe Indians. Certainly some interesting comments that he said. Well, if you watch practice, you know, uh, you know, I'm not feeling real good about uh, the way we're looking right now. And uh, he couldn't be more honest. We've known him. You've known him a lot longer than I have. But we've each known him uh, for a long time. And that was about as raw and real as he gets. <laughs> oh, that's true. He uh, he just uh, put it on the line, said what he thought, uh, and uh, hey, you got to hear it also. Mark Johnson, always great for an interview. You never know quite what you're going to get. All right, so here we go. St. Joe and Adams. Adams wearing their blue, outlined in red and white. St. Joe in their traditional white. Outlined in Columbia Blue. Cole Hackovich, Jared Kenenzi, Adam O'Dell, Jack Fuda, Will Terry, Brandon, Braden Saxton, Chuck Warsham, Lynn King, Quintels Columbus, Sidney Jeffries for the Adams Eagles. We are underway between St. Joe and Adams. The Eagles winning the opening tip. They'll go left to right as you listen to us here on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger with you. Inside pass and a quick bucket just like that for Lynn King. And the 6'3 junior makes it 2-0 Adams, 20 seconds in. I tell you, they attacked that zone of St. Joseph real well, able to get behind it, get the easy layup. Jack Fuda has the ball in the right corner. Inside pass, Adam O'Dell tries to pass inside, stolen away, knocked away by Brayton Saxton. Here come the Eagles opposite direction, driving inside for the lane is Sidney Jeffries, the leading scorer for the Eagles, and Adams is up 4-0. 50 seconds in. Here's Hakovich to J.R. Kinesny. Left corner for three. Won't go down. Fuda fighting for the loose ball. Gets it and then a jump ball is called between the two teams. Alright, so I think the ball will remain with St. Joseph's. I tell you, we got a full house here tonight, Ange. Really do. Big crowd. Deb Brown, the AD, has to be happy. She's already counting the money. <laughs> will Terry will inbound. This could be near sellout. Uh, yeah. And now it's stolen away. Opposite end come the Eagles, and Chuck Warsham gets the lay-in. 6 nothing Adams, and we're seeing why they're so good. They get another steal, and Saxton driving inside, and a blocking oh, wow. foul called on Fuda. St. Joe is hoping to get the charge. <laughs> they don't get it, and now Saxton will go to the line to shoot two. Well, I tell you, the uh, great defense. Now, the defense and the running game of Adams has really got off to a great start here and got them out to that 6-0 lead. When we talked to the players that we posted on social media on our 95.7 Sports Twitter and Facebook accounts, they, they acknowledged the, the defense for Adams and how much that creates offense for them, and we're seeing that 
early on. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work. Since 1982, Braden Saxton makes the front end. Adams may has scored seven points. Four guys have scored now for Adams. So that's the type of team they have. Great balance. Second free throw is good. Eight nothing. Adams out of the gate. And we're just a minute ten into the contest. Here's Hakovich driving up. Gives it right wing for Jack Fuda. Back to Hakovich on the left wing. Hakovich dribble drive and try pass it off. Stolen away by Quintez Columbus. Columbus will double dribble on the fast break and St. Joe gets its first break of the game because that was going to be another easy bucket for Columbus probably. Uh, I tell you, Columbus got in that passing lane, was going down for a score and just uh, had a little trouble handling the ball. That would have been the fifth score for Adams in, uh, in the, to start the game. Yeah, Columbus probably <laughs> their best player is the only one yeah, that hasn't scored. scored. Hakovic trying to get it across the timeline and a pass to Konezny and a foul called on Sidney Jeffries. Uh, definitely seen that aggressiveness mm -hmm. and that defensive style here from the Adams Eagles early on. I tell you, Adams is very aggressive, and you have to be alert all the time. I saw him against Marion. They were down eight with a couple minutes to go. They put on a press, and, well, they beat Marion because just the way they're playing right now. Adam O'Dell with the ball. Now gives it off to Will Terry in the left front court. J.R. Konezny, right wing. Konezny, top of the key. Left wing, dribble drive into the paint. Lose the handle, goes out of bounds, and a turnover by the Indians. They now have four turnovers. Adams has yet to turn it over. That's real one, crucial. 8-0 Adams with possession of the ball. 6-10 to play first quarter here. Quintez Columbus, right wing, gives it off to Chuck Warsom. This is a first half-court offense yes, Adams yes. has played here tonight. Yes, let's see what it is. Well, they did maybe uh, against the zone, the very first possession they got behind it, but uh, it was awful quick. And just like that, Adams commits their second turnover and a travel call on Ling King. Okay. So St. Joe gets the ball back, 2.06 into the game. The Indians have yet to score. It's 8-0 Adams. Well, they're putting a little pressure right on Hakovich. You know, that's Warsham really making it difficult to bring the ball up the floor. Will Terry with the ball on the right wing. Dribble drive into the paint. Lefty runner won't go. Rebound comes down to Saxton for Adams. Eagles push the ball up the floor. Oh, nice. nice pass and a bucket there for Sidney Dreffies. Off the pass by Quintez Columbus. St. Joe has no choice but to call a timeout. Down 10 nothing. 5.30 to play first quarter. We'll take a timeout. Be back with more first quarter action on Redeemer Radio 95.7. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day, free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's the difference between Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and a bank? Well, banks are owned by investors looking to make a profit. Notre Dame FCU is different. We are a not-for-profit, member-owned cooperative. Our mission is to help our members improve their lives by providing products and services to save them money. If we end up with too much money ourselves, we simply give it away to our members' favorite charities. Last year, over a million dollars. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. 
Winter Roof, send $25 cash or check along with your name and phone number to the St. Vincent DePaul Society for your chance to win a roof, gutters, or $150 cash. Visit svdpsb.org to see terms and conditions. Coach, you got a score from Marion Jimtown. I'll tell you, it's halftime already at Marion, and Marion is ahead of the Jimtown Jimmies by a score of 22 to 14. Moving along there. Meanwhile, here back underway in the first quarter. Adams leading St. Joe 10 0. 525 to play here in the first quarter in the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight game. Presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger with you. Kinesny's pass inside, stolen away. Right. Fifth turnover on St. Joe early on. Right wing, three pointer for the Eagles is good for Quentez Columbus. And now all five right. starters for the Eagles have scored. They lead 13 0. That's amazing with just 13 points, everybody has scored. Adam O'Dell, left wing, air ball on the shot, and Saxton gets the rebound, saves it, gets it into Columbus. Opposite end come the Eagles. Underneath the basket, shot won't go for Chuck Warsham. It goes out of bounds, it'll be St. Joe basketball. Two totally different games, but right now the start of this game is exactly the same as Friday night when the St. Joe girls played the Marion girls. That's you right. expect a really close game, game, and then one of the the St. Joe's opponent uh, jumps out to a huge lead right out of the gate. Yeah, it really surprises me. Both games, even the girls' sectional, totally surprised me, and uh, now we're seeing it here tonight. Pass by Kinesny to Licka, who checks into the game, and Licka lucky to get fouled because otherwise it was going to be a steal. I mean, Adams... They have, they have they just, they're one they're one step ahead of St. Joe on every pass. It's like they know that St. Joe's passing before St. Joe has decided to. Well, they're very quick and they uh, are great gamblers because they have a lot of people that will back them up. Will Terry drives inside, can't get the jumper to go. Here come the Eagles the opposite way. Quentez Columbus now has possession. Almost lost the handle on the pass from Sidney Jeffries. Adams settling in. They'll give it off to Chuck Warsham. Warsham has the ball just in front of midcourt. Chad Johnson calling out the play. Gives it off to Ling King on the left wing, covered by Hakovich. Pick set, takes it. Rolls to the right, then crosses over to the left. Three-pointer won't go. Hits the cable on the rebound, Gee, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. There's no reason for a cable up there. But nothing drives me nuttier than a cable has influence over a shot in a basketball game. All right, that's the last time I'll say that tonight. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had a Bob Berger ran in a while, so there we go. Here comes Hakovich the other way. He loses the handle. goes out of bounds. Six turnover on St. Joe here midway through the first quarter. They've yet to score as Adams leads 13-0 in front of a packed house here at Alumni Gym. Thanks for joining us here on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger with you. Well, I'll tell you, Adams is using a couple different sets against the, the zone. Braden Saxton gets the jumper to go. He's got four points now, been battling uh, flu bug-like <laughs> symptoms. Doesn't look like it right now as it's 15-0. Connor Licka with the ball in the left corner. Gives it off to J.R. Kinesny. J.R. Kinesny just beyond the free throw line. Misses the shot. Gets his own rebound. And the long jumper just in front of the three-point line gets St. Joe. It's first points of the night. It's 15-2. Adams. And that first bucket comes with 3.15 to play first quarter. And then on the opposite end, Hakovich gets the steal. Gives it up to Licka. Licka underneath. Loses the handle. But Kinesny there to pick it up. And gets the bucket and the foul. Wow, that was a turn of events for St. Joe in a span of 20 seconds. Is that what it was? I tell you, all of a sudden, look like it's going to be a runaway, and all of a sudden, St. Joe gets going good. The defense got the basket there. Actually, it wasn't even 20 seconds. I said <laughs> that basket came with about 320. That was 11 seconds. 11 seconds. St. Joe is a free throw away from getting five points. Okay. 
Kinesny, the 83% free throw shooter, has a chance to get his fifth point of the night. And this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Kinesny makes the shot, and after going nearly five minutes without a bucket, St. Joe scores five points in 11 seconds. They're back within 10. It's 15-5 Eagles, three minutes to play first quarter. Well, Magacy's in the ballgame. Made a little substitution. He really hadn't played that much. Three-pointer is good for Quintez Columbus, his second of the game. He now has six. It's 18-5. And again, yeah. maybe Megacy getting action because of John Driscoll <laughs> yeah. battling, uh, coming back from getting his wisdom teeth taken out. Kinesny left wing, misses the shot. Rebound comes down to the Eagles. Sidney Jeffries, nice pass underneath the Saxton. Saxton can't make the shot. It's tipped around by a number of players. Comes down to Jack Fuda for St. Joe. Fuda gives it to Will Terry across the timeline. Left corner for Kinesny. Kinesny drives inside. Lefty lane is good. He's got all seven points for St. Joe. It's 18-7. Great quick move. That's maybe one of the quickest moves I've seen Kinesny make since I've been watching him play. He just beat people on the baseline. Got the nice, easy layup. Quentez Columbus has the ball just in front of midcourt. Just over two minutes to play here in the first quarter. 18-7, Eagles up by 11. He gives it right side to Sidney Jeffries. Back to Columbus, who's now between the circles. Not getting too much pressure from the Indians with 150 to play now in the second quarter. He's yet to start his dribble, but no one on him. As St. Joe <laughs> remains in the zone. Now Licka creeping in on him. He gives it off to Link King. Back to Columbus just in front of the timeline. 140 to play first quarter. Chad Johnson gets up, starts calling out a play for the Eagles. Licka now on top, and then they'll give it off. Right side, back to Columbus. And then over to left side to Sidney Jeffries. Gives it over to Saxon inside. Kicks it out to Columbus. Open for three. It won't go. High aggressive rebound for Kinesny. Into the front court. Kinesny going in for the slam. Uh, uh, oh. That got St. Joe excited. That got the fan base going. Maybe now we got a ball game. 18-9 is the score. Blocks and up. now a steal here by St. Joe. Licka and Megacy. Back to Licka. And then Licka's fouled underneath. <laughs> away from the ball. It'll be a non-shooting foul. Wow, what a change of events in the last, what, two and a half minutes, something like that. St. Joe has really come alive. Now they're playing the way we anticipate St. Joe's is playing. 18-9, and a bench warning called on Adams. I love, I love, they call a bench warning, and then they don't really explain to Chad what the reason was. <laughs> they didn't want to tell him. And now inbound pass comes to Kinesny. Has the ball on the right wing. Kinesny for three. Won't go. Ball tipped around. Will Terry gets the rebound. Terry underneath. Lefty Langan is good. First player to score for St. Joe, not named J.R. Kinesny. <laughs> Indians back within seven. It's 18 to 11. 48 seconds to play first quarter. Well, I tell you, that was one that Will Terry got that he wouldn't have gotten in the last first four minutes. Uh, St. Joe now getting some of those loose balls, some of those rebounds, and playing the good defense. Tell you what, this is going to be a fun one tonight. 30 it seconds to play it first quarter. Be. It might be a seven-point lead, and Adams would take that any day of the week after one quarter of play, and they could get more here in the 
holding for the final play of the first quarter, but St. Joe has certainly gotten some momentum here in the final three minutes of this quarter. 15 seconds to play first quarter. Eagles have the ball. Left wing for Lynn King. Back to Quintez Columbus on the right wing. Fakes the three. Dribble drive inside. Jumper is good with seven seconds to play in the corner. Here comes St. Joe the opposite way. Fuda has the ball. Two seconds left. Goes underneath and gets the lay-in. And that'll do it for the first quarter of play. Adams leads St. Joe 20-13. to Back with second quarter action right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Driving like a kid again, or just need to get the regular grime and salt buildup off? The Waterworks Car Wash in South Bend can help. Regular washes help prevent rust and keeps your car looking at its best. Get 50% off a wash with an oil change at Tom's Car Care Center at the same location, 3201 Sugar Maple Lane off of Bendix. Visit us online at tomscarcarecenter.com. Drive like a kid again at the Waterworks Car Wash. Well, what a crazy first quarter. <laughs> Adams jumped out to a 13, 15 nothing lead. 15 nothing, 15 right. nothing lead early on, and St. Joe closes the first quarter on a 13 to five run. It is 20 to 13, Adams after one as we get set for the start of the second quarter, Coach. Well, it's great to see, because St. Joseph did not give up. Yes, they got down and things were looking very good. Megacy came into the lineup, I don't know, Maybe his presence or whatever it was, but since he came into the ball game, things have really turned around for the St. Joseph Indians. Thanks to Fiddler's Hearth for their support of high school basketball on Redeemer Radio. St. Joseph and Marion High School Roots, family friendly. Scratch cooking, Marion. Mention hearing about Fiddler's Hearth on this broadcast. Get 10% off food and soft drinks for your family. That's Fiddler's Hearth on Main Street in downtown South Bend. 20 to 13 Adams Eagles have the ball to start the second quarter going left to right as you listen to us here on Redeemer Radio 95.7 Angel DiCarlo Bob Berger with you we got St. Joe student intern Zach Smith on stats Josh Jude handling social media duties here tonight here's Columbus who made a shot in the final seven seconds of the first quarter gets a jumper to start the second quarter he now has 10 points and the Eagles lead 22 to 13 well that's who coach Johnson was really concerned about was Quintez Columbus and uh, he I guess he hasn't disappointed and now he gets a steal pickpockets Jair Kinesny goes the opposite end for the easy lay-in and Columbus now has 12 points and just like that, it's an 11-point lead. But the opposite end, it's Jack Fuda for three. And St. Joe is back within eight, 24-16. Both teams shooting well now here with 7.15 to play second quarter. It's 24-16. Eagles up by eight. Well, this is the type of game we anticipated. And just a great game up and down. And the real fan, the fans love it. The full house here at St. Joseph's. Left side. Here's Braden Saxton, pass inside, and the jumper won't go for Tavon Columbus, but he gets his own rebound. Yeah. Second shot won't go. High rebound for Kinesny. Gives it off to Fuda. Fuda across midcourt. Now gives it off to Lick on the right wing. Licka drives inside. Jumper has the shot blocked, and Adams call for the foul. Okay, so chance to go to the line and get a couple of them here. But we have Tavon Columbus and and Quintez Columbus are brothers. One's a senior, one's a junior. Their father was one of the great players that played at Riley High School, 1,000-point score. I have to throw that out. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Connor Licka makes the free throw. He's the nephew of St. Joe all-time great Amy Licka.
Well, second free throw is good for Connor Licka, the 5'10 junior guard. Now it's down to two possessions, so it's a ball game now. It's a St. Joe's is trailing a little bit. 24-18. Here's oh. Lynn King going underneath. Tries to go for the reverse lane, but hits the underneath of the basket. And Licka gets the rebound, gives it off to Kinesny. Kinesny across midcourt at the three-point line. Has the ball on the right wing in front of the, the giant St. Joe's student section. And he's foul going up for the shot. Right. Now they're going to say it's non-shooting foul for Kinesny. So, <laughs> looked like he was in the shooting motion to me, but... And JR's like, excuse me? No, I have to change my scorecard around. I had him shooting two free throws. Okay. Fuda will be at the free throw, or wow. at, underneath the basket to inbound. He's got to get it in. Gets it into Kinesny in the right front court. Has it just in front of the timeline. St. Joe's pulled within six. Kinesny now right wing. Gives it a Fuda in the corner for three. It's an air ball, a little bit too much on it. Rebounded by Columbus. Columbus bounce pass inside and the lay-in for Tavon Columbus. Well, now six people have scored for Saint, uh, for Adams. And Connor Licker driving inside, loses the handle underneath the basket. A turnover by the Eagles, their eighth of the game. And that's been real right. crucial, really has. Turnover by St. Joe, I mean. Yeah, and if you... Cut those in half, why you don't know what the score of this ball game might be. You cut those in half, you'd be where uh, Adams is at because they have four turnovers. So okay, well, maybe you'd be up yeah, by eight. eight. It's 26 18. <laughs> okay. 5.45 to play in the second quarter. Quentez Columbus has the ball on the right wing. Gives it inside to Braden Saxton. Saxton's pass stolen away by Will Terry and Jack Fuda. Here comes Kinesny up court. Kinesny driving inside. Righty runner as he switched hands. Goes. What a difficult shot by J.R. Kinesny. He now has 11. And St. Joe back within 6, 26-20. Long three-pointer for the Eagles. Won't go for Kyron McClanchy. And the ball is knocked out of bounds. It'll be St. Joe basketball. Well, I don't think that's what... Uh, Coach Johnson wanted. He didn't put him in there to fire up a uh, 30-foot three-pointer. Yeah, it was awful close to 30 feet. And he's now out of the game. He is now <laughs> sitting over there by Coach Johnson. Here's our, our Bo Calhoun. <laughs> Here's Fuda, left corner, gives it off to Hakovic, right wing for Kinesny. Kinesny dribble drive in, pulls up for three, missed the shot, and a foul called underneath the basket on Fuda. And it'll be Adams basketball. Second team foul on St. Joe, but both on Jack. So we'll see whether or not Coach Mark Johnson takes him out of the game. Megacy yeah. heading to the scores table. So that looking like a possibility here with five minutes to play here in the second quarter. Adams up by six. Columbus driving inside, has it stolen away as he loses the handle. Kinesny has the ball in the right corner. Inside pass to Adam O'Dell. O'Dell has a shot blocked, but Terry gets the rebound underneath. He gets the bucket and the foul. So St. Joe wasn't getting things going their way early, but they have been as of late, and Terry has a chance to make it a one-possession game here. This is real, well, how can I say crucial with 4.45 left to go in the first half, but this is, it's a ball game now. We've got ourselves a ball game. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Terry misses the free throw. Kinesny gets the rebound. Shot blocked by Saxton. Rebound for Terry. Tries to give it off to Megacy in the right corner. He does. Hakovic now over to Kinesny. Left wing. Picks set. He takes it to the right side. Gives it back off to Odell. Left wing. Spin move. Just outside the paint. Stops his dribble. Has to pass it off. Gets it to the backcourt to Hakovic. 
Hakovic picks up by Terry, takes the left side, gives it off to Odell in the corner. 4-3, it's good, Adam Odell. And St. Joe has crawled back with M1. It's 26-25. They were down 15-0 to start the game. This is just amazing. See how things have turned around in the last six minutes. Three-pointer opposite end, though, for Lynn King. He now has five, and Adams back ahead by four, 29-25. 3.54 to play here in the second quarter. Well, we see Kinesi's going to try to take a one-on-one now against King. Here's Will Terry off the pass from Kinesny. Three-pointer won't go. Oh, Rebound oh. for Odell. He crashes to the ground. And they're going to call a foul on Adams. It's just after 8 p.m., 8.06 p.m. to be exact. This is 95.7 FM, WRDI Napanee, Michiana. And you're listening to the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight Game. St. Joe hosting Adams. Second team foul, or excuse me, second foul on Tavon Columbus and Adam O'Dell going to the free throw line now. It'll be a one and one situation. O'Dell makes the free throw. He'll get another one. 79% free throw shooter on the year. Adam O'Dell is. It's a nice percentage. O'Dell's second free throw coming up here as they try to get St. Joe back within two, and he does. So Odell, with a nice second quarter here, now has five. St. Joe within two, 29-27. Aliou pass inside for Jeffries. Can't get the slam, but then gets the lay-in underneath. Nice set play that time, called by Coach Johnson, and it was executed fairly well. Pass inside, here comes Hakovic. Kicks it out to Megacy in the right corner for three. It won't go, rebound for Sidney Jeffries. Jeffries bringing the ball up the floor. Jeffries goes in for the lay-in, yes, and the foul. Sidney Jeffries had four points in the first quarter, now four in the second, trying to make it five. He's got eight points now, and the lead is out to six as he tries to make it seven. to play here in the second quarter. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, and he makes the free throws for Sidney Jeffries. He now has nine points, and the Adams lead back out suddenly to seven points. (laughs) Hakovic playing with the ball in the backcourt as he was nearly stolen away by Columbus, gets it across the timeline, and then gets it off to uh, Kinesny, excuse me. Kinesny's shot misses, but Will Terry there to clean it up with the bucket. Will Terry has really come alive here also into the first quarter and now the second period. Six points, I believe. Fourth rebound for Terry halfway to his all-offensive rebounds. How about that? Inside pass to Saxton. Reverse lane is good for Braden Saxton. He's got six. 36-29. Eagles lead St. Joe by seven. 2.30 to play here second quarter in the battle for the Sunny Mead neighborhood. Adam O'Dell, 4-3. It's short. Rebound comes down to Ling King. King brings the ball up the floor, drives inside, oh. splits the defense, goes in for the land. And a timeout here by St. Joe as Adams has pushed the lead back out to nine, 38-29, 2.19 to play here in the first half. We'll take a timeout, be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. 
An unexpected pregnancy can be a hard thing to face alone. Women's Care Center is here for you. Trained counselors will give you the information you need about your pregnancy so you can make decisions that are right for you and your baby. Women's Care Center provides free, confidential counseling, support, and education to women facing unplanned pregnancies. The organization serves clients from three locations in South Bend, including North Notre Dame Avenue, North Ironwood Drive, and Chapin Street. Learn more by going to womenscarecenter.org. Did you know that Notre Dame Federal Credit Union provides financial assistance to help our members that participate in Catholic schools? To find out the details, ask your local Catholic school principal. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, your rate share values. Why not share in our benefits? 38-29, Adams has pushed the lead back out to nine. 2.15 to play second quarter. A foul called here on Adams as Hakovich was bringing the ball up the floor. Quintez Columbus just uh, put a little uh, too close on me, using that forearm to try to control the... The dribbler and got called on the foul. That's his second foul. One and one here for Hakovich. Makes the free throw, so he'll get a second opportunity. Hakovich's first points. St. Joe now has six players in scoring, just yeah. as Adams does. That is, that's great balance. That's great to see. Hakovich's second free throw is good, and that trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. 38-31. Adams up by seven. Nice pass inside to Braden Saxton from TJ Mitchell. But Saxton called for the offensive foul. The travel, or, uh, travel excuse me. I, I was going to say, yeah. I didn't think he yeah. made contact. Okay, yeah. travel. So that makes seven turnovers now by Adams. So this is actually getting close, Coach. Well, St. Joe has eight. Ball knocked out of bounds by Adams as St. Joe's bringing the ball to the floor. Remains St. Joe basketball. But 2.07 to play here in the first half. McClatchy in the ball game for Adams. Thank you. Is that pronounced right, McClatchy? I believe so, yes. Okay, then we're going with McClatchy. <laughs> Kinesny <laughs> brings the ball against midcourt. Two minutes to play here in the first half. St. Joe down by 738-31. Connor Litko with the ball, top of the key. Goes right wing for Adam O'Dell. Tries to pass it inside. It's tipped around by the Eagles. Nearly stolen away, but Odell saves it, gives it off to Hakovich. Cross-court pass to Lickin to the left corner. Inside pass to Odell, tipped and stolen away by Adams. Sidney Jeffries nearly <laughs> tripped, stays on his feet, drives inside, goes up for the shot, misses it, but he's fouled, and he'll go to the line to shoot two. Well, wow, I that was a sequence. Well, I tell you, he had a little trouble regaining his bounce, got the steal, and kind of stumbled but kept the dribble, and eventually he's going to end up at the free throw line. That's what they call in soccer the advantage rule. Rather than call the foul, let him play if he can stay to his feet. I don't think okay. they usually do that in basketball. No, but you don't see that very often. Jeffries misses the front end. He's a 67% free throw shooter now, 41 of 62. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Second free throw is good for Sidney Jeffries. He has 10 points here tonight. 39 31. Adams up by eight. They led 15-0 out of the gate. St. Joe got all the way back with him one, but Adams has pushed the lead back up to 39-31 here with 90 seconds to play in the first half. Kinesny with the ball, left wing, dribble drive to top of the key, drives in left side, off the lane, off the oh. window, won't go. Dell tries to get the rebound, ball's loose, and There's it looks like we need a call. foul on Adams. Adams, yes. 
couple of nice, easy shots there for St. Joseph. I'm sure they'd like to uh, make him that way. Now you get to the free throw line, Will Terry, but he's an 81% shooter for St. Joseph, the leading free throw shooter for the Indians. Terry at the free throw line. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Makes the front end as St. Joe now in the double bonus. Jared Kinesny heads to the bench. Adam or St. Joseph is seven of eight from the free throw line, and I hope I don't jinx him. Second free throw for Terry. Yep, and you I did. did. He misses, <laughs> but he gets the rebound, rebound so maybe well, you okay. did. All right. <laughs> Here's Hakovich, top of the key, 4-3, won't go. Loose ball, tipped and knocked out of bounds by Adams. They're going to say it's St. Joe basketball. Oh, that was clearly touched by Kyron McClatchy. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Mark Johnson has, oh, a, man. has a, a confused look on his face. What are you thinking out here? I mean, yeah. it was hit from behind by a St. Joe player, but McClatchy clearly was the last person to touch the ball. 39-32, one minute to play here in the first half. Adams has possession of the basketball. Adam O'Dell has the ball in front of midcourt. Forty-five seconds to play here in the first half. Adams playing for the final shot of the quarter, it appears, as they slow the tempo down. No pressure coming from St. Joe. Chad Johnson off the bench now calling out the play. 33 seconds remaining in the first half. Mark Johnson and assistant Mo Scott. Yelling out the instructions from the St. Joe bench. 25 seconds left. Adams on the mood. Sidney Jeffries underneath. Oh. Lane won't go oh. for T.J. Mitchell. Loose ball comes down to Will Terry. Terry up. Throws the pass up to Declan Walsh, who's in the game for the first time tonight. His shot's blocked. St. Joe gets the rebound. Hakovich for three off the front end. Odell the rebound. His putback is no good, but he's fouled. And Adam Odell will go to the free throw line to shoot two. I tell you, St. Joseph is playing with a little more, I'll call it meanness right now. They're out there battling, going after it. I thought maybe a little soft in the first few minutes, but now it's a real battle underneath the boards. Adam O'Dell at the free throw line to shoot two here with 5.4 seconds left in the first half, and he misses the front end. O'Dell has five points all here in the second quarter. Well, Adams is up seven at the end of the first quarter, and uh, I'm sure with a made free throw here, might cut into that margin. Odell's second free throw is no good, but Terry gets the rebound. Terry, the jumper, won't go. Odell gets the rebound underneath. Shot blocked by Saxon, and that'll do it for the first quarter, or first half. And a very interesting and roller coaster ride of a first half. But either way, Adams has the lead. 39-32, back with first half stats and much more. You're listening to the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight Game presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and Tire Rack. Back after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. What happens on the Kyle Hyman Show? Ooh, uh, good question. Good question. Good question. That's a really good question. That's a very good question. That's a great question. Great question. Yeah, you're onto something there, Kyle. Boy, <laughs> that's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, what a great question. That's a great question. Great question. Great, great question, Kyle. Wonderful, wonderful question. That's probably one of the most challenging questions. Again, excellent question. Kyle, you stumped me. Um... I forgot what the question was. Find out weekdays from 7 to 8 a.m. This is Zach and Josh from St. Joe High School. And Joy from Marion High School. 
we would like to say thank you to Tire Rack for giving us the opportunity to learn more about sports media and broadcasting and to participate in this internship through Redeemer Radio 95.7 Sports. Your continued support makes a big difference. Visit Tire Rack at TireRack.com for product information today. You can keep up with the internship crew on Facebook and Twitter at 95.7 Sports. Hi, this is Angel DiCarlo. I grew up in a big Italian family. Now I'm 10 hours from home, but when I go to Rocco's, it feels like home again. Family recipes since 1951 prepared daily with the freshest ingredients and sauces to bring you the delicious pizza and pasta that Rocco's is widely known to make. Served to you by the same family since they opened nearly 70 years ago. Dining at Rocco's is like coming home. Visit today at 537 North St. Louis Boulevard. Rocco's, it's a South Bend tradition. Does debt have you down? Are you worried about your credit cards, your mortgage, or keeping your car? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can help. Our people are trained to be financial physicians. They can give you a checkup, help you to heal, and stay healthy. Don't be embarrassed. It's why we exist. When your body is sick, you go see a doctor. When your finances are sick, you go see the friendly folks at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Back here at Alumni Gym at St. Joseph High School in downtown South Bend. The Adams Eagles lead St. Joe 39-32. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger back with you here. Want to give you an opportunity to let you know that St. Joseph High School offers more than 20 athletic teams and nearly 40 clubs and co-curricular activities along with a rich proven academic history. St. Joe offers an activity for everyone. Visit stjohigh.com today to learn more about South Bend's premier Catholic high school. Meanwhile, Marion High School is now accepting applications for prospective members of the class of 2024. All students and parents can begin an application process by visiting marionhs.org. Additionally, the next placement test for all incoming students will be given on Saturday, March 21st. You can sign up online or by contacting Mrs. Mary Kay Dance, Marion's Director of Admissions, at 574-259-5257. Come and join the Marion family as we learn with humility, serve with compassion, and lead with integrity. God bless and go Knights. Coach, you got an update from the Marion boys here well, at tonight. the end of three quarters, it's a Marion 32 and Jimtown 24. And so that, they're holding on to that lead going into the fourth quarter. And that was the, that was the same score at uh, halftime as well. Or not same score, but same uh, point differential at halftime. Okay. And that's the same here in our game between St. Joe and Adams. Adams led 20-13 to 13 after one. And then both teams scored 19 points in the second quarter. And we're at 39-32. Adams up by seven. But what a weird first half. <laughs> Adams jumped out to a 15-0 lead. Then Konezny got real hot, scored nine points in a row for St. Joe. And it looked like maybe it's only going to be Konezny scoring. At the end of the half, St. Joe got back with M1. Adams pushed the lead back out to seven. And each team has six players that have scored by halftime. It is. It's a strange game. But, but you got two teams that are really pretty well balanced. Adams especially has great balance. And uh, a lot of people are going to score. And uh, now we know Konezny kind of slowed up a little bit in the second period. But other people then jumped into, you know, uh, we know that Adam O'Dell and uh, Will Terry kind of came alive a little bit. So, But it is a game of, of just uh, where all of a sudden, Adams jumped off to the big lead, and another, then St. Joseph comes back, then Adams jumps out again, separates it. Now uh, we have 
at St. Joseph coming back a little bit here at halftime. So we ought to be great ready for a great second half. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout, be back with first half stats and the second half of action. You're listening to the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight Game presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Have you been thinking about becoming Catholic but have no idea what the next step is? This happens often. You're not alone. We're here to help. If you're curious about the Catholic faith and want to learn more, give us a call. We can give you information about RCIA at a church near you. This program does not mean that you have to become Catholic by the end of it, but it will help you know more so that you can make an informed choice about the next step in your faith. The Marion girls basketball team takes on Northwood Saturday at 10 a.m. in the 3A regional semifinals at Jimtown. Hear the game right here on Redeemer Radio. If the Knights win, we will broadcast their regional championship game Saturday night at 8 p.m. Join Bob Berger and me, Angel DiCarlo, for all the action as the three-peating sectional champion Marion Knights shoot for their first ever regional title. It all starts Saturday at 10 a.m. versus Northwood here on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM. Hi, this is Tony Catanzarit from Catanzarit Financial Services. We are proud to bring you this message and invitation from the legendary Lou Holtz. For victory in life, we've got to keep focused on the goal, and the goal is heaven. The key to winning is choosing to do God's will and love others with all you've got. Sacrifice, discipline, and prayer are essential. We gain strength through God's word. We receive grace from the sacraments. And when we fumble due to sin and it's going to happen, confession puts us back on the field. So if you haven't been going to Mass Weekly, get back in the game. We're saving your seat on the starting bench this Sunday. What a great message from Lou. When it comes down to it, this is all about family values for us at Catanzarite Financial Services, and I bet for you too. If you would like to develop a retirement plan that reflects your family values, visit CatanzaritFinancial.com to register for classes held through IU South Bend, or email me directly at Tony at CatanzaritFinancial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member SIPC. Thanks to our friends at Subway for feeding our sports crew all season long. We appreciate all the support from John Goy and his crew. All right, back here, ready to start the third quarter of action. Adams leads St. Joe 39-32. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, and handling stats this evening for us is St. Joe junior intern Zach Smith, and he's going to take us through the first half stats. Zach? After that first half, uh, for St. Joe, one of the main reasons they got back in this game was – there are 14 offensive rebounds in that first Ooh. half. 14. Wow. wow. But Adams did force six St. Joe turnovers in that first quarter alone. They did get it under control better in that second quarter, but it's going to go a long way in deciding this one. All right, Zach, do you want to take us through the individual scoring for both teams? All right. Connor Licka has two. Cole Hakovich has two. Kinesny has 11. Adam has five. Jack Fuda has five, Will Terry has seven, and now for Adams, Braden Saxton has six, Chuck Warsham has two, Lynn King has seven, Quintez Columbus has 12, Sidney Jeffries has 10, and Tavon Columbus has two. And then turnover-wise, things have kind of balanced out a little bit. St. Joe had a ton early on, but it seems like that's balanced out a little bit, hasn't it? Right, yes. Both teams had three in the second quarter, but now it's... Seven to nine in total. So St. Joe with nine, St. Joe or Adams with seven. So that is closed up, and all the excitement in the background has been uh, the student bodies 
the cheerleaders from both sides trying to one-off each other. Obviously, there's a lot of friends in the crowd between these two schools, separated by just 1.8 miles. A lot of the kids in these student sections might be neighbors on each side, uh, depending on where they live in town and around town. So uh, a lot of excitement, and that's what makes this uh, such an exciting game here. As Adams leads here, 39-32 here as we're getting ready for the start of the third quarter. Coach, what are your thoughts here as we get ready for the start of the third and what both sides have to do to ultimately try to win this game? All right, if I'm Coach Johnson and I'm in that locker room talking to him, again, keep that turnover number down. The turnovers that Adams has got against St. Joe have really added to some very easy points. Got them out, like we say, that 15-0 lead. So I think that's going to be important. And keep on that offensive board. So many times the second shot is a heck of a lot easier shot than the first one. For Adams, hey, they want to, I'm sure they're going to keep putting pressure, all kinds of pressure all over the floor on the uh, St. Joseph guards. Again, trying to create turnovers and get easy baskets. So the defense for Adams, I think, going to have seven. I think they're giving up a few more points, 32 and a half, than what Coach Johnson really would have liked because they only – they only give up 54 a game, so uh, a little bit above the more than what Adams wants to give up. All right, getting ready for the start of the third quarter here. Tyrac presenting sponsor for tonight's game. The Tyrac plays a big role in underwriting our internship program with high school students with St. Joe and Marion. The students are receiving practical college-level internship experience. Thanks in large part to the generosity of Tyrac. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Josh Jude handling social media. He's enjoying the game as well in the St. Joe <laughs> student section. Zach Smith here with us handling stats, doing a great job as always. And we are underway here in the second half. Backdoor pass here by the Indians inside to Kinesny, who dumps it off to Will Terry, and Terry gets the land. And we are underway here in the third quarter, and St. Joe back within five. It's 39-34, as Will Terry now has nine points here tonight. Well, there was a play that was set up in the locker room at halftime. Coach Johnson knew they were going to have the ball, set up a play, and got the nice, easy basket. Pass inside to Sidney Jeffries. Oh. Has his shot blocked by Terry, but gets his own rebound. And Sidney Jeffries gets the lay-in. He now has 12 for the Adams Eagles. They lead by 7, 41 to 34. Hakovic gives it off to Odell, who passes inside right. to Kinesny. Kinesny has ball knocked off his hands into the backboard, and the rebound comes down to the Adams Eagles. Left wing, Sidney Jeffries for his three. A little bit too much on it. Fuda gets the rebound, brings it across midcourt, gives it off to Kinesny, right wing, 4-3. J.R. Kinesny won't go. Terry with yet another <laughs> offensive rebound, and he gets the putback to drop in. Will Terry has been a beast on the glass for the St. Joe Indians here tonight. He's now got nine uh, rebounds nine here rebounds. tonight for St. Joe. Well, I'll tell you, he's uh, on his way to a double-double, I'll tell you. He has it, he needs, what, one more rebound. And he's got eight yeah. rebounds on the offensive glass, okay. Zach Smith tells That's us an well. unbelievable Woo. number. Link King underneath, uh, shot won't uh -huh. go. Rebound comes down to Fuda, who's also getting a couple rebounds here <laughs> in the third quarter to get us started. St. Joe within five, 41-36. Fuda underneath is foul going up for the shot. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Well, I tell you, Fuda, you kind of fumbled the ball there a little bit and got the defense a little bit off guard. And, hey, he took it right to the basket and was able to draw the foul. 70% free throw shooter, which is a good percentage for a high school free throw. It makes the front end. Fuda on the evening now with six points. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. 
He averages 11 points and 5.3 rebounds per game. Makes both free throws. St. Joe back within three, 41 to 38. Oh. Pass inside yeah. to Ling King. Off the window on the reverse slam, won't go. Ball tipped around, comes down to Chuck Warsham. Warsham's shot won't go for the Eagles, but he's fouled, and he'll go to the line to shoot two. Okay, Warsham got that offensive rebound, took it strong to the basket and drew the foul. Great play there by Warsham. Warsham just two points here tonight, had it in the first quarter. Yeah, 50, very early in the game, yeah, matter of fact. 50% free throw shooter on the season. Averages 5.5 points per game. He's a junior. First year starting for the Eagles. Just Tripped about it. Everybody's a junior on the floor here. Yeah. Just about. Makes the front end. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Second free throw coming here for Worsham. This one won't go, so he's right on his average right, at 50%. That's, right. that's what I was thinking, the same thing. Four-point lead here for the Eagles, 42-38, 6.07 to play third quarter. Fuda dribble drive inside, pass tipped and into the arms of King. King's outlet pass into the front court, goes all the way out of bounds. And Chad Johnson not happy about that turnover. The eighth of the game for the Adams Eagles. Well, sometimes you're trying to make that spectacular pass and sometimes make the easy pass. I'm sure that's what Coach Johnson was talking to his player about. Four-point lead here for the Eagles. Hakovic loses the handle, nearly stolen away, has pressure, gives it off to Fuda. Fuda gives it off to Odell. Odell spin move in the paint. Lefty laying off the back end of the iron, won't go. Ball comes down to (laughs) Will Terry. Terry gets the points. St. Joe within two. Terry now has a double-double, and he has nine rebounds on the offensive glass. How about that here tonight for Will Terry? Well, he's definitely in consideration for our player of the game. And then on the opposite end, Sidney Jeffries has his shot blocked. Adam oh, Odell nice. brings the ball up the floor. Odell off the glass and in. Oh, they're going to call for the offensive Char, foul. Offensive foul. That would have tied the game at 42. <laughs> However, wow. it's waved off. And the Anna, uh, excuse me, St. Joseph fans are not real happy. Mark Johnson not happy either. No, he's uh, expressing a, himself to the official. And now a white bench warning is called on Mark Johnson. He did. Uh, <laughs> he got a little far, didn't he? Uh, the he might have gotten across Maybe. midcourt. Maybe. He's no Ron Aklinski from Mishawaka, though. He, <laughs> he has the whole sideline, especially at Mishawaka. That's true. 42-40. Adams' lead remains two. 5.07 to play third quarter. Warsham with the ball now, left wing, gives it off to Lincoln King between the circles, covered by Hakovich. Right wing for Sidney Jeffries, back to Quintez Columbus, top of the key, covered by Hakovich. Jibble drive inside, nice dump off underneath to Saxton, shot blocked, but Columbus is there for the rebound and the putback. He now has 14, Adams' lead is 4, 44-40. 4.44 to play in the third quarter. Hakovich across midcourt, gives a right side to Odell, inside for Will Terry. Terry puts a shot up and in. Adams within two, 44-42. And St. Joe, or St. Joe within two. Adams leads 44-42 with 4.37 to play third quarter. St. Joe calls a timeout. We'll take a quick break. Be back right after this on 95.7. 
Your car carries precious cargo. It needs to be dependable, rain or shine. Let Tom's Car Care Center in South Bend help take the stress out of your car's maintenance. We'll change your oil in 10 minutes, flush your transmission, replace your wiper blades, and much more. All the changes include a half-price car wash when needed. Welcome to your extended family. Tom's Car Care Center, located at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane, right off of Bendix. Visit us online at Tom'sCarCareCenter.com. Final in boys basketball, the Marion boys defeating Jimtown by a score of 43-31 to here at Alumni Gym. 4.37 to play third quarter. Adams leads St. Joe 44-42. My uh, writing isn't real good. Oh. It's 48-31. Oh, 48-31. Sorry about that. Okay. 48-31. My apologies. It's my left hand. It uh, doesn't make letters real clearly. All Numbers, right, back underway. Me. Ling King, 4-3, wow. top of the key. He nails it. Well, King's another one who has had points in every quarter now for the Adams Eagles. Four minutes to play here in the third quarter. Adam O'Dell with the ball just in front of the left corner. Pass it off to J.R. Kinesny. Kinesny top of the key. Long two-pointer won't go. Loose ball. O'Dell trying to rebound and knocked out of his hands. and goes out of bounds, but O'Dell was the last one that touched it. So it'll be Adams basketball. Well, I'm surprised that, uh, that St. Joseph doesn't go into Will Terry. Will Terry's really having a great game and a hot hand in there, especially in the third period. And he's uh, one that uh, has really kept them in this ball game. So Adams has the ball up 47-42. St. Joe nearly tied the game, but Odell was <laughs> called for a charge. That would have tied the game at 42. And now Adams has extended the lead since then. As Worsham has the ball, left wing gives it off to Ling King, who just hit a triple. Uh, oh. King dribble drive inside, nearly double dribbled. They don't call it. Yeah, now yeah. it's Quintez Columbus for three off the short end of the iron. And the rebound comes down to Adam O'Dell. Gives it off to Kinesny across midcourt. Kinesny drives inside. The jumper won't go. And the rebound comes down to Quintez Columbus. Columbus quickly across midcourt. Passes it off to Tavon yeah. Columbus, who can't get the shot to go. But he'll go to the free throw line to shoot two as he's fouled on the play. Kinesny got a little bit of a hand on the wrist. That's his third foul. Getting, uh, I won't say critical now, but something uh, going to have to keep an eye on. So Tavon Columbus, the 6'3 senior forward at the free throw line. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Makes the front end. I believe that's T.J. Mitchell. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, looking at the wrong... You're right. I was looking at 32 instead of 34. Thank you, Coach. So T.J. Mitchell makes the front end. Second free throw for T.J. is good. He's a 6'4 sophomore. I tell you, he's makes only shot 12 times this year, but uh, looks smooth on that. those two free throws. He pushes the lead to seven points now for the Adams Eagles. They lead 49-42, 3.05 to play here third quarter. Fuda. Drives inside, kicks it out to ah. Kinesny. Kinesny was wide open for three, decided to drive inside, and he yeah. stepped before he dribbled, and he's called for the walk. I see the coaches on the uh, St. Joseph bench uh, shoot that ball. That was a, He was all set, feet were set, wanted to get something just a little bit better maybe, and got called for the travel. Adams student section now chanting overrated at J.R. Kinesny. <laughs> One of the silliest chants that well, exists in all of sports because if someone's overrated, that means you mm. must not be very good if you defeat them. Well, what I said, nobody ever yelled that at me when I played. <laughs> He's about where he belongs, down there at the end of the bench. 
<laughs> Driving okay. inside is T.J. Mitchell, tries to pass it off. Ball tipped and knocked out of bounds. It will be Adams' inbound pass coming up. Columbus gets the ball in the inbound, has the ball on the right wing. Now has the top of the key, gives it off to Lynn King on the right wing. Adams slowing the Temple down, up 49-42, 2.20 to play third quarter. Mitchell gives it off to Warsham. Kinesny getting ready to come back into the ball game. Quintez, Quintez Columbus has a right wing, dribble drive inside, tries to pass it off. Ball knocked out of bounds by the Indians, and Adams will inbound underneath the basket. Kinesny back in the game. You come in for Will Terrio, who'll get a break here with 2.10 to play in the third quarter. Terry has scored all the field goals for the Indians in this half. Good point, great point. Eight points. Here's Mitchell driving inside, gets it to go. He's got four off the bench for Adams here in the third, and the lead back up to nine for Adams, who led 15-0 out of the gate. Hakovich, left wing, gives it off to Konezny for three, won't go. Fuda gets the rebound, his putback won't go. Loose ball rebound comes down to the Eagles. They push the ball up the floor. Ball bounces around and nearly stolen away here by Adams. And or Adams will be able to recover it and call a 30-second timeout. We'll take a quick timeout. Be back right after this at 95.7. Hi, this is John Cataldo from Bruno's Pizza. In 1975, my parents, Bruno, Rosa, and my Aunt Teresa, founded Bruno's Pizza. 45 years later, we now have seven locations from Plymouth to Granger. The Catalo family is proud of all the Bruno's operators for continuing to stay true to the founder's mission to deliver a delicious, high-quality product that is affordable for families. Visit brunospizza.com for carryout or delivery or stop in and enjoy. Bruno's Pizza, best pizza in town since 1975. Adams has pushed the lead back out to 51-42 with 1.39 to play in the third quarter. J.R. Konezny, 11 points for the Indians, but he is just 5 of 17 shooting here this evening. Riley is ahead of Washington, 34-30 at halftime. Had a big game and another big South Bend showdown. Chuck Warsham with the ball, left wing. Marion has already defeated Jimtown here tonight by 17 points. You know, Marion only has one loss in the conference, too, so I'm sure they're rooting for St. Joe real big here tonight. Well, they go into a tie for first with uh, yes. a St. Joe victory. Here's Mitchell inside, <laughs> gets the bucket. So the 6'4 wow. sophomore did not, I don't even know if he played in the first I, half. No, he did not get in the ball game. Has six points half. now here in the third quarter. Yeah. And now on the opposite end, a foul called on Adams on Warsham. That's just the second foul of the half for Adams, so Adams hasn't committed a lot of fouls in the ball game. And McClatchy will come in the game. No question, Adams goes deep into their bench. Yeah. St. Joe does not, and that could definitely play a factor here down the stretch, if not already. Will Terry back in the game. He gets the jumper to go. Will Terry with 10 points in the third, now 17 for the game, and Adams leads lead is 53-44, the Indians back within single digits. I'm sure St. Joe's going to start going to Will Terry. You feed your hot hand. You feed him till he cools off. Let him shoot. 40 seconds left here in the third. And once again, Adams going to hold the ball. Now Hakovich going to bring a little bit of pressure. He gives it off to Sidney Jeffries. Gives it off to Ling King. 
King right wing 4-3, well off the mark, hits the backboard, wasn't <laughs> intended to do so. Kinesny gets the rebound. Chad Johnston wasn't happy about that. Kinesny pulls up for the jumper, now 5 of 18. Terry gets another rebound, back to Kinesny. Kinesny with another right. jumper, he misses again. 14 seconds remaining in the third. 53-44, Adams' lead is 9. Eight seconds to play as they play for the final shot. Sidney Jeffries has the ball, gives it off to Columbus. Columbus gives it off left side. Three-pointer for McClatchy, won't go. Rebound comes down to Fuda. That'll do it for the third quarter. Adams leads St. Joe 53-44. Back with fourth quarter action in the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight Game presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Auto loans from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can save you money. Why? Because the whole purpose of a credit union is to save you money. Catholic-inspired credit unions put faith into action. Pope John Paul II called them one of the church's most significant concrete achievements. Now it's easier than ever to be a part of this. All you need is a phone. You already share our values, why not share in our savings? For a better auto loan or refinance from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, call 844-230-6611. Redeemer Radio is a listener-supported nonprofit, and we're excited to bring you local programming, including local sports. We are able to make Christ known through the airwaves because of listener generosity. You, too, can support the mission of Redeemer Radio by visiting RedeemerRadio.com donate or through the Redeemer Radio app. Thank you for listening to Redeemer Radio Sports. Adams outscores St. Joe 14 to 12 in the third quarter, pushing their seven-point halftime lead out to nine. It's 53-44. Adams over St. Joe as we get set for the start of the fourth quarter. Will Terry had 10 of the 12 points for St. Joseph, and uh, T.J. Mitchell came in and had a strong third period for the Adams Eagles, scoring six points. Terry was the only player to score field goals for St. Joe in the third. Jack Fuda, the only one to score any points. He had two free throws. Meanwhile, Adams had five different scores in the third quarter. Here's Columbus, left corner for three for the Adams Eagles. It won't go. Connor Licka with the rebound for the St. Joe Indians. Gives it off to Hakovic. Hakovic shoves inside. He's got the runner, but it won't go. Fuda gets the rebound. Fuda kicks it out to Kinesny. Kinesny, top of the key, dribble drive inside. Kicks it out to Hakovic. Hakovic drives inside. Another runner. This one will drop in as it hits the front end of the iron and falls in for Cole Hakovic, who gets his first field goal of the night. Fourth point of the game. St. Joe back within seven. Hakovic did a nice job that time of penetrating, really drawing the Adams defense. Was able to get a little runner up there on the glass and drop through. So good job by Hakovic. Columbus gives it off to Ling King. Back to Columbus, who drives inside off the high glass and in. Wow. I don't know how you stop that. <laughs> no, you don't. And then There's on the opposite steal. end, it's Worsham with the steal, but he misses the shot. Sidney Jeffries steals the rebound away from Kinesny. He misses the shot, but he's fouled, and Sidney Jeffries will go to the line to shoot two. Uh, how you keeping up, Zach? Zach Smith, our scorer, keeping his stats. All right, he says he's doing okay, so he's got him pretty good. It's been a lot of action up and down the floor. Adams lead. 55-46, 6.47 to play in the game. As Sidney Jeffries goes to the free throw line to shoot two, makes the front end. Jeffries, a 67% free throw shooter. Now has 13 points here tonight, right at his average of 13.2. Well, Adam's just averaging as a team 61%, which is, I'm sure, not where Coach Johnson would like to see it. 
Second free throw, no good. Rims off. Terry gets the rebound for St. Joe. Terry brings the ball all the way up the floor. Gives it off to Hakovic. Right wing for three. Cole Hakovic nails it. He's got five points in the fourth. St. Joe back within seven, 56-49, 6.30 to play in the ballgame. Another streak now maybe for uh, for uh, St. Joseph's. Will Terry, by the way, has 12 rebounds now for St. Joe to go along with 17 points. Pass inside, swung around here for the Adams Eagles. They'll get it to four different guys. Ultimately, it's Warsham underneath, but he's going to try to dump it off, and the ball's on the ground, and Odell collects it. Odell lucky to not travel afterwards. <laughs> yes, he did. And passes it off. Nicely Looked done like there. like he lost his balance maybe, yeah. but able to regain it and not get to travel. Hakovic drives inside, oh. tries to pass it off to Fuda, nearly loses the handle, recovers, drives in, spin move in the paint, misses, but there's Will Terry for his 13th rebound of the game. He gets the bucket, has 19 points. St. Joe back within five. It's 56 51, 545 left here in the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight game presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Lynn King swinging around Warsham. Now it's Quintez Columbus. And Sydney Jeffries right wing back to Columbus just beyond the top of the key. Warsham back to Columbus. Top of the key for three. Won't go. Sydney Jeffries a high rebound and the putback. <laughs> For the Adams Eagles. Great athleticism there for Jeffries, who now has 15 points. Well, he came flying through the air. And now the pass by Fuda to Hakovic, a little bit too much on it. And Hakovic can't get the can't recover and can't get the ball, and it goes out of bounds. And it's a turnover there by the Indians. Number 15 on the night for St. Joe. Meanwhile, only nine for Adams. So that was close at halftime. It was nine for St. Joe versus seven. And uh, now Adams has piled up those turnovers here in the second half. Mark Johnson takes food out of the game to have a conversation with him as Connor Licka checks into the contest. Warsham gives it left side for Link King to TJ Mitchell. Mitchell puts a little bit too much on it. No, it's tipped out of bounds, actually. Odell got his hand right there in the way. Good defense. Those deflections are a key stat, I'll tell you. Coaches love to see deflections. 58-51, seven-point lead here for the Eagles. 4.57 to play in the ballgame. Inbound pass to Warsham. Left corner open for three. Well off the mark on the shot. Kinesny gets the rebound, gives it up to Hakovic. Hakovic over to Odell. Odell has the ball right wing, drives in. He's fouled. Non-shooting foul here with 4.49 to play only three, in the fourth. Only three fouls on Adams now in the second half. St. Joseph's only has four. Inbound pass. By Will Terry to Kinesny, back to Terry, back to Kinesny. Kinesny in the block, back out to Terry, 4-3 off the mark. Rebound, long rebound comes down to Odell. No, they're going to call a foul underneath on Adams. I think that's on Mitchell. They said he handled it. He hooked him underneath the basket. And uh, so consequently, a, a foul, another foul. That's just four now on, uh, on Adams in the half. Terry will inbound. Gives it off to Connor Licka, left wing. Licka drives inside. Uh-huh. Licka lost the handle, recovered, but luckily for him, he, he was, was fouled. fouled. He was fouled, kind of <laughs> saved him there. I think he was a little bit out of control. Now a technical foul called on Ch- Chad John Johnson. Johnson. Uh, wow. Now is not the time you want a technical foul. It's just not the time. Now that happened time right to in front it. of us. Obviously, Chad was Chad was saying something, but it was uh, not the right thing that he said it, it was the guess, wrong thing he said but I mean I don't know I don't know if you can give him that 
you don't, you don't really need to. I, I, well, I just don't like it's a seven point game with 438 to play. You got two veteran head coaches. You know they're going to give you their opinion. Here's Lick at the free throw line. He misses the front end. Our free throw sponsor for high school basketball is Office Interiors, Michiana's leading provider of Herman Miller Office Furniture and Creston Audiovisual Equipment, as well as flooring and commercial interior design services, creating great places to work since 1982. Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Catholic High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio. Learn more at oiplaces.com. So Licka goes one of two on the regular free throws. Now Konezny going to shoot the technical. And he misses. Very short on the shot. Very short, yeah. But that left his hand. Little, you know, he is one of the leading leading free throw shooter for the uh, St. Joseph Indians. Second free throw for Konezny. He does make it. So St. Joe goes two of four from the free throw line. Had an opportunity really to get a lot of points. But they get the ball back here. So they have the ball down by five. 58-53, 437 to play in the ball game here. Konezny gets the ball. He loses the handle, tips around, goes out of bounds. Turnover by St. Joe. Kinesi comes up and literally says, what? He totally <laughs> fouled me. He didn't get the call. Mark Johnson wants a foul call. I tell you, uh, Coach Johnson now is confined to the bench. He can't get up off that bench with, with the technical foul that he received. And Mark Johnson, meanwhile, is up, but he's, he's not being as colorful as usual, knowing <laughs> that the... The refs could always even things out at any point. Referees don't even things out, no, do they? No. Okay, I just I don't think so. <laughs> Four ten. Zach play. Smith says never. Okay. I don't think anyone would know that answer better <laughs> than you, Coach. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Here's Link King, right corner, covered by Odell. Oh. Gives it off to Saxton. Nice pass. Underneath to Columbus. Columbus is foul going up for the shot. You know, we haven't seen much of Saxton here in the second half. He's been under the weather a lot lately, and I wonder if that's something that has come into play for him that maybe he just really wasn't feeling well in that third quarter after playing in that first half. It might be, because like I say, he's uh, not been the Saxton that I've seen play a number of times. Columbus, this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, misses the front end. 60% free throw shooter, Quintez Columbus. But he got the second one to go down. So two-possession two game still, 59-53. See? 59-53, 3.45 to play. Terry with the ball inside. Showing the strength. Gets the lay-in. Will Terry, a beast inside. Four points now here in the fourth. He used a great term there. He used that strength. He has great strength in there. He just muscled people that time. 3.30 to play, St. Joe within four, but Sidney Jeffries off the high glass, gets it to go, five here in the fourth, 17 for the game for Jeffries, and it's a six-point lead, 61-55. 3.15 to play fourth quarter. St. Joe just can't quite get over the hump. Kinesny's pass off to Odell, ball loose on the floor, Kinesny collects it, Kinesny backs up into a man and a foul called on Adams. That could have been an offensive foul. Maybe Kinesi got away with that one. Well, I think is that one and bonus. So Kinesi has a chance to get it down to four points. The real key here, all free throws are key and all possessions are key here in the last three minutes. uh, 3.06 to play here. Stick around after the game. We'll name our player of the game presented by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. 
That one wide open right now. Kinesny <laughs> makes the front end. Now has 12 points. Kinesny has not had a basket in the second half. How about that? That's his first That's point right. of the second half. And he makes both. So his first two points... If he can get hot here down the stretch, that'll matter. That's, that's, that's when they count, right there. Coming down the stretch. 61-57 now. 2.55 to play in the game. Sorry, Kinesny has three free throws. He has 14 now for the game. Well, Saxton, he's feeling better right now. That looked clean. Nice basket there by Braden Saxton. He now has eight points. Oh. Passing inside. Well, Terry goes up oh. for the slam. Sometimes that's the real motivation to finish off this last 150 seconds. 23 points, 13 yeah. rebounds oh, wow. for Will Terry. I'll tell you, Hakovich is really face guarding Quintez Columbus. 2-17 to play in the game. Adams leads 63-59. Now a foul yeah. called on Hakovich for that okay. face guard. Yeah, we saw that coming. I mean, it was a, more than face guarding. He was holding the uniform and a little bit of everything. So, again, that's just the sixth. Is that the seventh foul? I think it's the sixth. Ball will be out of bounds. Adams has seven. St. Joe now with six. So now the rest of the way, everyone will be shooting free throws. 2-10 to play in the game. 63-59. We expected a good one. We've gotten a good one. After a shaky start by St. Joseph, it's really come back and made this a ball game. Two minutes left. Here's Saxton, has the ball inside the free throw line. Spin, yeah. has it blocked I by, think. stolen away by Odell. Gives it up to Hakovich, 150 to play. Now Kinesny right wing. Hakovich, top of the key for three. Oh. Off the front end, but Fuda gets the oh. rebound. Fuda falls to the ground. St. Joe gonna call the timeout. Now they're gonna call him for the travel before he got it off. Seventeenth turnover of the game for St. Joe. Licka getting ready to come into the ball game. Time here by the Adams Eagles. Full timeout. We'll take a timeout. 63-59. Adams leads by four. Can they hang on for the win? Or is St. Joe gonna pull off the victory down the stretch? Back after this on 95-7. You could be the lucky winner of a new roof, new gutters, or $150 cash through St. Vincent de Paul Society's roof raffle, sponsored by AM Home Services. Tickets are $25 each and can be purchased by mailing cash or check along with your name and phone number to St. Vincent de Paul at 520 Crescent Avenue. Winners will be announced April 2nd. See full terms and conditions at svdpsb.org or call 574-234-6000. You can't win if you don't play. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day. Free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Back here at Alumni Gym, St. Joe trailing Adams. 63-59, 1.42 left in the ball game. Well, I tell you, it's going to be an exciting, uh, you know, last 1.42. Adams with the ball. They will inbound on the far baseline. 
St. Joe going to bring the full court with press the, on the inbound. Oh, gets got, it to Columbus. Stolen away by Kinesny. Kinesny drives inside. The lay and won't go. Oh, a lot of contact. There. No foul called <laughs> either way. They let him play. And Kinesny <laughs> yes, missed the shot. Here comes Adams the opposite way. Boy, Mitchell has the ball. If you're going to foul, that might be the guy to do it. And they don't. And he gives it off to Columbus. Columbus passes inside to Jeffries. Goes up for the shot. <laughs> he misses. Saxton gets the rebound. He misses. <laughs> and Terry gets his 14th rebound of the game. 115 to play. Kinesny into the front court. Down by four. Kinesny inside. Bucket in the foul. St. Joe's within two. They can make it a one-point game here with a free throw from junior star J.R. Kinesny. The Notre Dame commit comes up big in the final 113. That's his first basket of the second half. And it couldn't have come at any better time. Kinesny now has 16 points in the game, had three free throws here in the second half, but as Coach mentioned, his first field goal, this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Kinesny, 113 to play, makes the free throw. We got a one-point game at 63-62. <laughs> Isn't this great? 72 seconds. Columbus gives it off to Sidney Jeffries. Jeffries. Gives it off to Lynn King. 55 seconds left in the game. Mitchell inside, spinning oh. the paint. Nice move, but can't make the shot. Gets his own rebound. Can't make the shot again. Rebound comes down to Kinesny. 47 seconds left. St. Joe within one. Kinesny drives in, splits the defense. He got it. St. Joe's got its first lead of the game. They're up 64-63 with 35 seconds left in the game. Now it's defense. Gonna have to come on here by. Columbus goes inside for the bucket. 30 seconds left, Adams is back up by one, 65-64. 24 seconds left in the game. Here comes Hakovic, has the ball covered by Columbus. Let's see if Coach Johnson, he's got a timeout. He wanted it. And Mark Johnson will call a timeout with 15 seconds left. Adams leads 65-64. Woo, what a game. It's a great game, it really is. And uh, it's a kind of high school game. Hey, all you fans out there listening, you got to get in your car. We've had this nice, mild winter. Get out here and see a high school game because it's uh, one of the, this is an outstanding game. An again, another sold-out arena that we've been a part of. Fans are excited about their basketball in South Bend area. Yeah. I tell you now, it's going to be interesting what Coach Johnson has set up. Number one, he's got to get that ball inbounds. You, I'm sure uh, Adams is going to come out, try to deny that ball inbounds, and then we'll see what type of play that Coach has set up, see who he goes to. Does he go to Kinesne, who's been big here at the end? Does he go to Will Terry, Mr. Double-Double? We will have to see. Or does he go to someone else, try to surprise some people? It'll be fun to watch. When you open Elevate membership at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you get $50 in your new account, another $50 for an eligible nonprofit like a Catholic high school or parish or even Redeemer Radio. You raise share values. Why not share in our benefits? 15 <laughs> seconds left in the game. St. Joe will inbound. It's down 65-64. Okay. There's the first step. They got the ball. In. Kinesny they has the ball in front of midcourt. 10 seconds to play. Kinesny. Has the ball on the left wing, has it nearly stolen away. 
Puts up the jumper, no good. Rebound for Terry. Terry at the buzzer, won't go. And Adams has hung on to win. The Eagles win 65-64. What a victory for the Adams Eagles as their student body rushes the court in celebration here at Alumni Gym. What a win for the John Adams Eagles over the St. Joe Indians. And an incredible game between these two teams. Oh, this really was. This is a Northern Indiana Conference basketball at its best. St. Joe had a couple opportunities there at the end. Kinesny had one. Will Terry had an opportunity. Just couldn't quite get it to fall as the Adams Eagles come away with the victory. <laughs> the, the student sections, student student body knocked over all the chairs from the bench for the Adams oh, Eagles. Yes, they did. We didn't even get handshakes because the student section. Uh, Stormed the court, embraced their fans that uh, the or embraced their players. The players weren't even able to uh, go give the handshakes off to the St. Joe Indians. Heartbreaking loss for St. Joe. Will Terry was absolutely amazing. 23 points. He got his 16th rebound, but could not get points number 24 and 25 that would have won the game for the St. Joe Indians. So Adams wins 65. 64. Wow, coach, what a game. Oh, that was just a thrilling game. And I tell you, I thought that, uh, you know, St. Joe had that opportunity, like you mentioned, Anj, and just couldn't quite fit it off. And it's, uh, it's too bad because I got to give St. Joseph so much credit getting down 15 to nothing to start the ball game and uh, finally did get back to take the lead, but at the end couldn't get that last shot to follow. Coach, we got a debate here on who we got to give this Tony Letcher <laughs> Health Markets player of the game. And I don't know. Do we just go with the high score for the Adams Eagles? 19 points for Quintez Columbus. He was very good throughout the game. Uh, he was 5 of 7 from three-point range in this game. So um, I, I think that's got to be the choice is Quintez Columbus. Quintez Columbus, the player of the game? Well, if it wasn't for his dad, I'd say yes. But yeah, he most certainly is deserving. He's certainly deserving of that that award. Quintez Columbus, our Tony Letcher Tony. Health Markets Player of the Game. Tony is a parishioner at Quinn Peace Catholic Church, and his kids attend Marion High School. If you're looking for assistance with Medicare, your family, or individual health insurance or life insurance, you can contact Tony today at 855-776-2438 or visit his website, tletcher.com. Thanks to Tony Letcher from Health Markets for reporting high school sports on Redeemer Radio. We'll take a quick timeout, wrap things up with our final stats right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7 as Adams holds on for a 65-64 win over St. Joe to improve to 8-0 in NIC play. Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes, Bishop of Fort Wayne South Bend, every Wednesday at noon for his weekly show, Truth in Charity. On each episode, he joins host Kyle Hyman to discuss key issues facing Catholics in the diocese and beyond. Then he answers questions submitted by listeners. If you would like to submit a question, go to RedeemerRadio.com slash AskBishop. Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Welcome back here. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger with you here as the final score, 65-64. The Adams Eagles holding on to a one-point win over the St. Joe Indians. Adams improves to 16-3 overall, 
8-0 and in the NIC now as St. Joe drops to 12-5 and 7-3 in the NIC. So that loss knocks St. Joe out of the hunt for the Northern Indiana Conference title. For Adams, they stay one game ahead of the Marion Knights. Yes. You know, St. Joe gets that basket in the final seconds. All of a sudden, Adams and Marion are tied, That's and St. Right. Joe's one game out. But I can hear people over at the Marion gym rooting for that last basket to go in, but it, it didn't quite happen. That would put them right into first place with Adams. But uh, just a great competition here, some really outstanding teams. All right, uh, let's bring in Zach Smith now for our look at our final stats. Zach, go ahead. Uh, let's just go through the scoring for the Adams Eagles real quick. Braden Sexton had eight. Chuck Warsham had three. Lynn King had ten. Quintez Columbus had 19. Sidney Jeffries had 17. Tavon Columbus had two. And TJ Mitchell had six. Most telling stat was ten, only ten turnovers compared to St. Joe's 17. They just handled the ball much better tonight. And now for the St. Joe Indians. Connor Licka had three. Cole Hakovich had five. Jared Konezny had 19, Adam O'Dell had 5, Jack Fuda had 7, Will Terry had 23 with 16 rebounds, and that was all the scorers for St. Joe. And on a night where J.R. Konezny was not shooting the ball the greatest, Will Terry did a great job picking up the offensive slack. And Will Terry finished with 23 and how many rebounds? 16. Boy, that's almost a Tony Letcher player of the game right there, even in a losing effort. 12 of them being offensive rebounds. And he would have he would have gotten that player of the game if that ball <laughs> does, just yeah. would have dropped in. It, he got rebound number 16 with one and a half seconds left, put it up at the buzzer. It just wouldn't go, and Adams hangs on for the 65-64 win. Coach, your, your final thoughts on this one? Well, I'll tell you, it was a type of game that we anticipated here between these two state-ranked teams, the way that uh, – that Adams got out early. I thought maybe we were going to get a, 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 a laugher here a little bit. We'd have to tell some stories. But I tell you, the St. Joe came alive, really played well, got back into the ball game. The game was not decided till 0.5 seconds left on the clock. And that makes for great, great game to watch. And for all these fans in the packed alumni gym to see just an outstanding high school game. Indeed, definitely a great game indeed, and it's 65-64, the final score. Adams defeating the St. Joe Indians here in the final seconds of a blockbuster game at Alumni Gym here in downtown. We've had a lot of them on lately. It makes up for for football season where we didn't have a lot of great games. They were just, you know, a lot of lopsided (laughs) games. Zach, that's not a shot at you. It's in general. The Marion games were lopsided as well. It just there was a lot of not so great games during football season, but basketball season has had a lot of down to the wire finishes. I was excited at the St. Joe games, Zach. I didn't say I wasn't excited. I said they just there were some lopsided <laughs> games all year, all around. Okay. <laughs> all right, that's a wrap on tonight's action. We will next be with the St. Joe Indians two weeks from tonight when they go on the road to Plymouth. Our next broadcast is this Saturday when the Marion girls basketball team takes on Northwood at 10 a.m. in the 3A girls regionals at Jimtown. If Marion wins, we'll also broadcast their regional championship game Saturday night at 8 p.m. High School Basketball and Redeemer Radio has been presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Thanks to our producer back at the 95.7 studios, Joe Andert, and for Zach Smith doing a great job, our St. Joe student intern on the stats this evening. For my partner, Bob Berger, I'm Angel DiCarlo. The final score from St. Joe, the Adams Eagles hold on for a thrilling six 65-64 win to stay undefeated in NIC play. Good night and God bless from downtown South Bend. 
As we get older, it's natural to think about what kind of legacy we will leave to those we love. Life in this world is finite, and when we face death, there can be abundant peace in knowing that all we have worked for will help others to become saints. Leave a legacy of evangelization by planning to give a portion of your estate to Redeemer Radio in your will. Your gift will have eternal consequences in the lives of those brought into deeper relationship with Christ because of Redeemer Radio. This is Father Terry Coonan from St. Therese Little Flower Catholic Church and chaplain at St. Joseph High School. Let us pray. Loving God, as we walk our journey of faith with your Son and with each other, may we cherish the lessons we learn in daily life that help us to grow in faith, hope, and love. May today's game help us to resolve to work together more perfectly to share your gospel of Jesus Christ, to share his peace and joy and truth, so that we may more strongly be united to each other and to you and to your church. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. Thanks for joining us for High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio, 95.7 FM. Our broadcast was presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, where you bank does matter. And by Tire Rack, more tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. We now return you to regular programming already in progress.